Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Long Live Hollywood Podcast. My name is Aaron. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. God bless you all, folks, and welcome. How we doing, guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? I hope everybody is doing good. I hope you guys are healthy, and I hope you guys got some decent headphones so you can hear my voice because I got some things to say. I got a good show for you guys. So without further ado, it's showtime. Let's burn through some topics. Let's begin. Episode 51 starts right now. A movie and an animated series. Really cool news. Gears of War is one of those games that is a no-brainer to put on the big screen, to turn into a movie. I read an article on Deadline.com. I am a fan of Gears of War. I haven't played all the games. I've played 1, 2, and 3. I've completed those games. I beat those games. And I play the the uh, remake on Xbox One. But I haven't played uh, Gears of War Judgment, which was the spinoff, I believe, on Xbox One, was it? Or 360? And I've never played Gears of War 5. I do think that Gears of War is one of the easier games to turn into a movie, regardless of it being live action or or animation. Either way, it should not be a problem. I think it should be rather straightforward. Yes, I do think that. I don't think there needs to be any drastic changes when you're talking about transitioning from a video game to a movie. You know, the video games itself, they are already pretty cinematic, really movie-like, right? They play like movies, and I think that's a really seamless, well... I don't want to say seamless, but uh, it, it, it's a, it should be a, a smooth transition from a video game to a movie. Easy work, easy video game to turn into a movie. But then you got to factor in Hollywood. You know, Hollywood is going to change things. Gears of War really needs no changing. I haven't played the I haven't played the video games in a long time and I can't really recall anything that needs to change for the sake of live action purposes. I mean there are some trippy things and weird things that happen in Gears of War but but it's not so weird that it needs to change for the sake of live action purposes. And of course Dave Bautista really wants the role of Marcus Phoenix. He actually pitched the movie way back i don't know i don't know how many years back but he pitched the movie way back and he said i would love to star as marcus phoenix it's a dream role of mine i will say this i think there's a 75 percent chance that dave batista will be cast as marcus phoenix i will say it's a 75 to 80 percent chance why because batista's name today is much bigger than it was years back. Much, much bigger. Uh, uh, Batista, this guy, he's he has a lot more notoriety to his name. 
He's been in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He's he played in that um that uh that Zack Snyder Army of Dark no that army that that zombie movie by Zack Snyder I can't remember the name much bigger actor much bigger name whatever studio Dave pitched the movie idea to they probably did not have a lot of confidence in Dave Batista to star in the main role because Dave he was coming off of WWE you know he's fresh into Hollywood and the studio did not have that much confidence. I'm not saying that was the only reason why we never had a Gears of War movie, but I know that's that was a factor. They didn't have a lot of confidence in Dave Batista. Fast forward today. Batista has a lot of notoriety to his name, much bigger name, much bigger actor. And the studio today knows this. When they were having their Netflix meeting about Who's going to play Marcus Phoenix? I guarantee you, trust me, Dave Batista is in that conversation. If they have a list of 10 possible actors to play Marcus Phoenix, Dave Batista is in the top three. Probably the top five, top five to top three. Probably their number one choice. They are aware of Batista's notoriety. So once again, I do think there's a 75 to 80 percent chance that Dave Batista will be cast as Marcus Phoenix. 75 to 80 percent chance. When we talk about the animated series, on the other hand, you know, the uh, the animated show project number two, that's something that I have a little bit more faith in. I do. Because when you're when you're talking about a show you know, let's say the first episode, second episode, third episode are bad. It starts off rocky. The show can still get better. That's pretty much the nature of that. That's one of the differences between a TV show and a movie. TV shows can get better. If they start bad, they can get better. And by the end of the show, the final season, you could possibly say that was a good show. The movie, on the other hand, is a different situation. Movies are one shots. You have one shot, one opportunity to get it right. And if you should fail, the only way that you can redeem yourself is if you put out a sequel. You have to make a sequel. And that's if the studio wants to do another movie. They may not want to do another movie. Or possibly they could do another movie, but they want a different director. Somebody like Zack Zack Snyder, for example, which is not a bad idea, guys. Zack Snyder for Gears of War. Hey, I'm just saying. Not a bad idea. So if you ask me... I would love to see a live action television series directed by Zack Snyder rather than a movie, rather than an animated series, a live action television series directed by Zack Snyder. Gears of War. I don't think Gears of War has a massive universe. It's big enough. 
to justify a television series rather than a movie, even though you can go either way. But I think the safest way is a television series. I think movies is a little bit more risky because the runtime. You are running the risk of pacing issues, number one, and uh, depending how big your story is, you have to have the right runtime. You can't make the movie too long. You can't make the movie too short. You know what I mean? So anyway, after all these years, Gears of War is finally happening. We are getting a movie and we're getting a TV series, animated TV series. As of right now, there is no release date of any kind. It's, it's, it's just a big announcement as of right now. As of right now, guys. James Cameron is truly betting it all with Avatar Way of Water. That story is next. Avatar The Way of Water has a budget of $250 million. Will the movie make its money back? $250 and then some. Do you think Way of Water is going to make a billion dollars at the box office? I read an article on Collider.com called James Cameron prepared to end with Avatar 3 if Avatar The Way of Water fails. You know, it's been quite some time between the release of Avatar 1 back in 2009 versus today. And even now, Avatar 1, most people thought it was a average movie at best. I don't think the majority of people would praise Avatar as a a movie that ha- that has a groundbreaking story. I haven't heard that from a lot of people. If you ask me, I'm one of those people that think the story is average. I do think that the universe of Avatar is a fantastic one. It's a universe that I can see having a good story. But you have to tell a good story. I think everything is there. All the characters are there. The universe is there. The CGI is there. Everything looks beautiful. The only box that is left to be checked is a good story. Everything else is there. Soundtrack is there. It's awesome. But will Avatar 2 make more money at the box office than Avatar 1? I would say, as of right now, guys, as of right now, what we have to take into consideration is our anticipation for the movie. I don't think the anticipation for Avatar 2 is through the roof. Now, I do think there's a lot of people that would love to see Avatar 2, that wants to see Avatar 2, and it's on their list of movies to to watch, uh, to see, you know, 2022 movies to see me included but but the anticipation for this movie is not on a Wakanda Forever level everybody wants to see Wakanda Forever everybody is crazy excited for this movie everybody wants to see this movie day 1 and when when you have that kind of anticipation movies like that 
make a billion dollars. So I do think Avatar 2 is going to make its money back. I don't think the movie is going to flop. If it does make a billion dollars at the box office, I would be shocked. I think James Cameron would be shocked as well. (laughs) I think most of us are going to go into Avatar 2 simply out of curiosity. Curiosity. We've seen Avatar 1, which is a 7 out of 10 movie, very average movie. And we're going into Avatar 2 with a mindset of curiosity. Is the movie going to be better? No one's crazy excited to see this movie. At least I'm not. Maybe you guys are, but I'm not. But I want to see it. I've seen the trailers. I've heard the news about the movie. I've seen everything that they have allowed us to see. And everything that I've seen looks pretty good. Now I'm going into the movie out of curiosity to see if the movie is good. And hopefully the movie is good. Come on, James Cameron. Come on, guy. Give us a good movie, a good story. Okay. Uh, Avatar Way of Water hits theaters on December 16th, 2022. Final topic. The passing of Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Really shocking news. Very sad. I was on Facebook, scrolling down Facebook, and and then I saw the news. And I just paused, right? And this is pretty crazy. Kevin Conroy, one of the greatest Batmans of all time. Debatably the best Batman. He's in the conversation. If you're a huge fan of Batman, this news hurts. Growing up, I didn't watch a ton of Batman animated series. I did see some episodes here and there. But uh, the episodes that I did see, you know, everything that I did watch, I loved. And I loved Kevin Conroy's voice. I would say Kevin Conroy The way that he portrayed Bruce Wayne slash Batman, he gave the character a lot of masculinity, very masculine voice. And just overall, in general, I think Kevin Conroy's Bruce Wayne is the most masculine Bruce Wayne on screen. I think I will put his performance over uh, Christian Bale, over Ben Affleck, over uh, no Ben Affleck. There's no T at the end Um, over Michael Keaton. Just about everybody. Here's a fun fact about myself. Batman Mask of the Phantasm is highly regarded as one of the greatest Batman movies of all time. And of course, Kevin Conroy lends his voice to Bruce Wayne as good of a movie as it is. And as big as of a and as big as of a Batman fan as I am, I've never seen the movie. And here's the better news. I own it on DVD. I've owned it for many, many years and I still haven't popped it in. I am currently rewatching the Batman animated series on HBO Max. I'm a few episodes in. This time, I'm going all the way through. I'm going to finish the entire series. Kevin Conroy's performance was ahead of his time. Fantastic actor, fantastic voice, great person, lovable person. Kevin Conroy. 
ladies and gentlemen, you can't go wrong with Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace. In the kingdom of heaven. Beautiful place. Rest in peace. And that is the end of the episode. Episode 51 is done. Completed. Ready for editing. Ready to be uploaded into the world. So you guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, can hear my voice. Hear my opinions. How you guys doing? Anybody eating currently? Are you having lunch? (laughs) Are you having breakfast, dinner? Who knows? Who knows what you're eating? You could be eating the other half of your sandwich that you couldn't finish at work. You know what's really disgusting? You guys ever had leftover baked chicken? Chicken on the second day? Leftover baked chicken on the second day tastes like dog food. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fried chicken on the second day, it it doesn't taste bad. It tastes a little dry, but it's still enjoyable. Baked chicken on the second day. See, the thing about baked chicken, you have to eat it when it's fresh out the oven. Baked chicken is not a food you want to take for lunch. Absolutely not. Don't do it. Baked chicken on the second day, there's there's nothing you can do to amplify the taste. You can dock it up with some salt, some pepper, uh, hot sauce. It does not matter. It tastes like dog food the second day. Disgusting. I thought you guys should know that. If you've never had baked chicken on the second day, don't do it. And if you've had baked chicken on the second day, then maybe you can testify (laughs) to what I just said. It's disgusting, isn't it? So once again, everybody, that is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Be safe out there. Love each other. Do nice things for each other. And good things will come to you. I promise you. Take care now. Bye-bye.